Hi guys, my name is Cole. My name is Grace. And welcome to Interverse Podcast. Um, so real quick, we're going to introduce ourselves and then we'll touch into what Interverse is. And I'll start with myself. Uh, my name is Cole. I am from Irvine, California, which is in Southern California. And things I like to do in my free time, like I'm just a high school student. I'm going to be a rising senior. I enjoy competitive swimming in my free time and I play the trumpet. And my name is Grace. I am from a small town in South Carolina, right outside of Columbia, the capital. I will also be a rising senior this year. And some of my hobbies include uh, DECA, Model UN, and languages. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. So really quickly, uh, let's talk a little bit about what Interverse is. So Interverse has been um, existing since March 2020. So that's actually fairly recent. We've been active for four months. Um, but what we are is a, a nonprofit organization that is dedicated to basically just breaking language barriers and connecting people all across the world by teaching English as a second language through conversation and just educational resources like on YouTube, on social media, etc. Primarily our target audience, um, so the people that would be listening and going through like our education curriculum for English would be students from elementary school all the way to the collegiate level. Honestly, our main mission is just to uh, empower and provide resources for international students to uh, have a jumpstart in their lives and careers, especially as like if they do transition to English speaking countries. That is what Interverse is. But today's episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, we're not just going to talk about Interverse for like 30 minutes. What we're going to be talking about today is um, school life, especially during uh, quarantine and everything that's going on with COVID-19. So for starters, we think it's important to talk about how school was before because we know American school is different than from, different than from school in other parts of the world. So we're going to talk a little bit about what our normal school life was and then how it changed when Corona happened. Yeah. Um, so should we just run down like a day in the life of each of our days like normally, I guess? Sure. So a typical day for me before Corona would be I'd wake up about 6.30 and get ready for school. And then in the morning, I'd probably go to one of my clubs. I'm in 14, so it depends on the day which, day, which club I'd be going to. And then after my club meeting, I would go to my first class, and then I'd have three more classes before my lunch and homeroom period. And a homeroom is basically a class where we just have time to do some homework, submit assignments, get help from teachers if we need it, or study for our tests. And then after my homeroom, I have my last class of the day, and then I go home. That's about it for nice, me. Nice. nice, dude. I I still can't get over the fourteen clubs thing. That's so that's so crazy. That's uh that's so cool actually. Um, but yeah, I guess we'll talk a little bit more about how like that got affected by quarantine and stuff. But for me, my daily life was uh, let's see. I'd wake up. I uh okay. So I wake up. I go to school from like eight to like uh one forty five ish and then I take a nap at home slash eat lunch and then I'll go to practice from a roughly three forty five to like seven o'clock for swimming and then after that I'll do homework for a bit and then I'll do a lot of like my political activism work if there is a specific campaign that I'm working on and then um that's about it. My day is not too interesting but I'm roughly from like eight AM to like 10-ish p.m. I think that's the same for most people in America. I'd like to say what I think is interesting is about our school schedules that we've never talked about this before, but you said you got done at, what, 145? 
Yeah, yeah. I'm not done till 3.25, and then if I have a club after school, I don't get home until, like, 4.30. Oh, geez, wow. Oh, okay, this might be it, though. So the way my school is structured is we do something called block schedule. I don't know if you guys see that. Um, so it's periods. It's There's eight different periods throughout a day. I actually only take six, so school ends at 3.30 for us. So roughly around oh, when you okay. guys end, but I end at 1.45 because I only take six classes. Because uh, my seventh and eighth period are dedicated to swimming. But this is, okay, this is going to get so complicated. But I don't swim. I'm on the school swim team. But I don't train with my school swim team. Because I train with the club team instead. Because the training is more intensive. Um, so I guess that's one thing. But also the blocks. Like I, What I wanted to talk about was block schedule. So it's so for me, classes, academic classes, it's six classes. Uh, six periods. But on like Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, we only run periods one, three, and five. And then Tuesday, Thursday, we run periods two, four, six. And that then, would be so confusing. Yeah. And then they're like an hour and a half long each. Well, I only take four classes. Mm. Um, they're like two hours long each. Uh-huh. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So that's, uh, actually, <laughs> that's actually really interesting, like the differences between like our schooling. But yeah, yeah no, that's pretty cool. So yeah, I think what our school wanted to go for was kind of like mimicking or trying to like be similar to um, college, like college, right? Like having slightly longer classes rather than the traditional like 45 in high school. And then also like having them alternate and having them like sporadically spread out throughout the week. So yeah, I guess like since quarantine hit, uh, especially here in the United States, we were affected kind of heavily. Um should we talk about how like all that schooling stuff got affected by quarantine? Yeah. Yeah. So for me, I didn't even know we were going to be out of school. Like, honestly, I had no clue. And then I just kind of woke up one morning and school was canceled. And we thought it was only going to be for like two weeks. And then it, we never went back. So it was kind of very shocking. And I don't think the school district was ready too, because I feel like I had a very intensive school schedule and a very intensive workload. Um, before Corona, but after or when we were doing school online, I didn't feel like I did hardly anything for any of my classes. Right. Yeah. Honestly, like I, I think we align in that sense because actually my story is actually very similar to yours. Like um, I think the whole like United, all of the the entire country um, kind of thought that uh, like we'd be out of school for like two to three weeks and then like we'd be back to normal. Uh, for me, this was in April, I believe. But we we were under the impression that we'd be back in two weeks. So we continued to study like hard at home. Or actually, no, we did not study at all. Like because we thought we'd be back. So we're just like, okay, I'm just not, I or at least myself, I just thought that I just wouldn't do any work at all. So I just did absolutely nothing. But turns out quarantine ended up lasting all the way to the end of the year and it ended up getting this bad. So productivity for me has been really weird because i feel like with my desk being right next to my bed in my room um like i can just so easily get into bed and just take a nap like all day i had the same problem because i would be like doing my schoolwork or whatever but then i'd see my phone and i'd be like oh well i could just go on instagram or oh i could just go on tiktok why on earth would i keep doing this math why would i want to do that so that was hard Yeah, no, it's such a weird situation. Like I was so I was so stuck just in a weird loop of just no productivity. Um 
And I think just one tip that I have for the viewers too as well and just people in general would be like, I think one thing that kind of helped me was instead of like getting, waking up and then doing your homework like in your PJ, something that helps is like um, getting ready, like going through your morning routine, like you're getting ready for school. And then like, I, I put on a polo shirt. Like I never wear polos to sh school, but I wear a polo just so like I can feel more like I'm in a school environment and that like I have to work. It's it kind of actually helped with motivating me. But I don't know. Weird, weird tips with Cole, but um For me, the motivation thing wasn't even a big deal because I feel like my teachers were super unmotivated themselves. So oh. half my teachers would just not give us work to do, so I wouldn't have to do anything. But if I mm -hmm. wanted to do something, I didn't have anything to do, um, which I thought right. was weird, but yeah, no, I think my school like they okay so they were in a panic obviously so during that two to three week period where we were just off period like absolutely nothing like no online school no in person um they were supposed to be they were like really hard at work um trying to transition to online so setting everything up like moving everything to digital platform and then once they once school started rolling out again like online entirely um they seemed pretty ready i guess but i think a couple of my teachers were a little bit unmotivated as well. Like there, it was a weird split of like, these classes will actually make you do work. And then these classes will give you absolutely nothing for the rest of the year. Like, I'm not going to lose it. Yeah. Yeah. I had exactly one class that I actually had worked for every single day. And the other ones were like, here's an assignment that'll take maybe 20 minutes. It's due in three weeks. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. 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 <laughs> actually, wait, I'm curious. Did you guys have like class periods? For Zoom, like um, like a Zoom class, okay, like so period the way one. They did it yeah, is it was like on Monday you could have a Zoom meeting for your first period, and then on Tuesday it was for your second period, and so that way there was like no scheduling conflicts. What did y'all do? Oh, okay. So for us, um, how do we do it? Oh, so for us, we didn't have like set class periods. I know some of the schools in our area did that. Like they had period one from like eight to ten, period two from like whatever. They had a whole like schedule set out, but for us it was just each um, class in the morning from 8 a.m. they'd release like an assignment that was due that night at 8 p.m. So there's no classes, there's no Zoom classes, but it's just an assignment that gets released. You turn it in by 8 p.m. So you didn't really see your teachers very often, but a little bit later, they started setting up like office hours, kind of like college. Each class would just have an office hour from at like 1 p.m. So you choose which office hour to go to. So you couldn't, like sometimes you couldn't attend all of your classes office hours just because like they overlap. So that was kind of oh, that was kind of weird, but we would have like set Zoom meetings, so like right. they wouldn't overlap. But then, mm -hmm. my school there's different types of schedules. Like there's an embedded schedule, and then there's like the normal schedule, and there's like the AB schedule. So while that technically should have worked, some of the kids who were on the alternate schedules, it didn't work out for. Mm, yeah, I see. But yeah, in general, it was kind of honestly like from their perspective, though, I think it must have been just super hard to like move everything from in-person to like online that must have been weird but yeah i guess that was our transition um yeah no quarantine has been totally weird but i guess in general just like i'm curious like you're all the way across the country from me i'm over here on the west coast um i'm, I'm curious like what differences like we must have had uh with, quarant with ah. our quarantine experiences I think it might not even be like a coast difference but even just like a school to school what like right. platforms we used we our teachers got the freedom to choose whatever we want so i had some teachers who did it on zoom some teachers did it on google hangouts what did y'all use uh 
Yeah, I think I think we were also pretty like free. They were pretty free with whatever they used. Um, I saw a lot of Google Meets, saw a lot of Zoom. I saw, um, no, those are the only two I saw actually. But yeah, we had one Microsoft Hangout, but it didn't work, so we never used it again. There's a Microsoft Hangout. Yes, wow. it's not very good. Yeah, that's interesting. Um, and so for those reviewers, I would just like to define Zoom is a online platform. Um, you guys might have used it too abroad. Um, and it's kind of like a video call, which is just a phone call where you can see each other. It's kind of like a FaceTime or like a Skype, but it was used in more of a professional manner for schools um, now that they were out. And so we had like regular meetings and regular video calls on this. Yeah. So yeah, Zoom is like that. And then Oh, one little thing on Zoom, actually. Uh, so one of the limitations or one of the problems with Zoom that we had was a um, like a time limit. So Zoom has a 40-minute time limit, so you can have a call open for only 45, 40 minutes. Um, if you don't have like a premium account, which is somewhat expensive, our school did not have the premium account. So if our teachers ran their office hours on Zoom, then they would have to reset their calls like every 40 minutes. It was kind of rough on our end. It was kind of annoying. Oh, I think our school district paid for premium Zoom because I don't ever remember us having that problem. Mm. Yeah, that was that was kind of a hassle because if you'd have like 30, like 20-ish people on a Zoom call um, at like the 40-minute mark, like the teacher's like, okay, guys, uh, we have to reset the Zoom call so everyone leave and rejoin. And then if you rejoin, you'll notice like, instead of 20 people it would be like 10 people the next round do you guys have zoom bombers people who zoom would bombers. Um, i don't know oh i think these are on that. the these are on the news right the, I, i've seen mm, these i had one class that that happened in and it was just really? some random like old guy i don't know where he was from but he's joined and we're all like who is that oh my oh. goodness yeah no i've heard about this like there have been zoom calls where um so a bit of context for our viewers that aren't familiar with this. So what's been happening in the United States, at least, um, has been like in Zoom classes, um, predominantly in like college classes, um, you will see random people that are not in the class just join the Zoom call because like you join through a link. So anyone in the world can have this link. So they just join the call and then they'll like say a bunch of random things. Like they'll say dumb stuff and then they'll like either get kicked out or they'll leave. It's honestly just a, a form of like disrupting or bothering the class. Um, but that was a big thing for me. I didn't have any problems with that, but I remember it was on the news. So our teachers were like, hey, um, we're going to have a we're going to make our Zoom calls um, password protected. So they made our calls password protected for a while. And then ours did that too. Yeah. But the first month that we had it, we didn't. And that was when our Zoom bomber showed up. Oh, yeah. So I never got to experience one. I'm actually curious what it must have been like. But um, yeah, it must have been kind of, yeah. So why don't we talk about exams and how that was? Because I feel like for me, one of the things that was impacted the most by quarantine and Corona, uh, talking about school was definitely exams, especially the AP exams. Mm, yeah, AP exams were very very interesting um, so i'm i wonder how okay so they were set at like the same they're all set to be taken at like the same time you're like worldwide right so for us if my exam started at like 11 for you did they start at like 2 p.m 
Um, no. Yeah, 2 p.m. actually. Yeah, that was it. Okay, yeah. Holy crap. So my teacher was saying there were kids in like China and like other parts like Hawaii and Alaska. They had to wake up at like three in the morning or something to take their yeah. exam. Yeah, so that's what happened. So um, if we have international viewers or listeners, you guys would understand this. Uh, if you guys took the exams, uh, took AP exams, but oh my goodness, it I felt so bad because I have a friend in Korea who woke up at two o'clock a.m. and then would take his exam at like three a.m. and then crazy. he had to. So he was taking like five tests, so he had to like switch his whole schedule, his like sleep schedule, like a week before to just get ready for it. So some Not of these good. students are like willingly becoming night owls for these exams, which I thought was so was, crazy. And then everyone was taking them at the same time. So I know in at least my class, there were four different people whose exams crashed and they had to take up the makeup one like a few weeks yeah. later. Yeah, yeah. A lot of exams have been crashing. I think I was fortunate enough to not have any of my exams crash. Uh, did you have any trouble? I didn't have any trouble. Well, actually, my internet went down the day before and then it never went back up, but I took it at someone else's house. So it was fine. That was my only trouble. Oh, geez. Yeah. That's a, that's, that's a pretty big, like, issue ish. But yeah, um, I was fortunate enough to not have anything crash. But I remember um, a lot of my friends were definitely having a lot of trouble. I had one friend who took four exams, none of them got submitted. So he had to make up all four. It's crazy. Um, I cannot. I think just the execution, like the way that College Board made the tests this year were just kind of uh, not as good as they could have been. Uh, But yeah. We get get our scores a week from today. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I think us too. The 15th, right? I'm not the 15th, but I'm going to get a VPN so I can see it early. (laughs) Oh, geez. (laughs) Well, I guess. The last day, actually. So. Mm hmm. I took a push. I don't know which ones you took, but I saw that they leaked the percentages for the like who got what score. And that's terrifying because like 40% of the a push kids failed. So yeah, I did see that as well. That was actually kind of scary. I thought the exam wasn't bad either. Like, I took a push as well. I didn't think it was terrible. I thought it was pretty like decent. Actually, I thought mine went really well, but now right. I'm starting to doubt myself after I saw those scores. Right. It's really it's really rough. Like I was like leaving the exam and all the way till now I was thinking like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure I got like a 4, at least a 4." Yeah, same. And then that came out I'm like, "Huh, okay, I think I got at least a 2." Yeah. <laughs> so my expectations <laughs> right. kind of dropped quite a bit for the year, but Me yeah. too. Oh, wait. Okay. We should contextualize what APs are. Um yeah, that's yeah. that would be helpful. Yeah, just for viewers that just in case don't know what AP exams are. So AP exams are advanced placement exams. That's what they stand for. Um, they're basically classes that you can take in a high school that are the college. They're at the college level. Um, these classes uh, are then like you take a test at the end of the year, basically a administered by College Board, which is an organization. Um, college board then gives you a score from like five to one five being like mastery one being like um you haven't mastered the topic at all the scores determine what you get in college so i know a couple most of the colleges i'm looking into 
If you get a four or five, you get out of two classes. If you get a three, you get a one. If you get one or two, you don't get out of anything. It, although it depends on the school and it depends on the class. Right, so yeah. if basically if you fail the exam, you don't get any credit for the class that you just took. Yeah. So yeah, the whole point of it is just like getting college credit. I think it helps out a lot because like if you get to skip all these classes, you can um, kind of save money for college. Like, you don't have to take as many classes. Um, that's kind of my goal with APs, just save money because <laughs> college is very much uh, very pricey in the United States. Um, yes. Yeah, that's APs and College Board. I think like the international students have the they have the IB exams. I think those are kind or of similar to International APs. Baccalaureate. Yeah. yeah. So the thing with the IB or International Baccalaureate, which is something my school has too, that's like a two-year program but ap's are one semester or one year depending on your school schedule yeah i have i do not have um i don't think we have them in like california in general i just from my cousins that are from like singapore i know they did ib and it sounds pretty cool to me but yeah that's ib Honestly, like, is there anything else to talk about regarding quarantine schooling? I don't think so. Um, it just it was just very different. That was all. Yeah. And it was not something that I ever thought we would have to experience. And still, to this day, I'm kind of surprised that it happened and that it's most likely going to happen for the next school year. Yeah, I can see this happening for the rest of um, the school year. It's a little unfortunate because I'm going to be a senior, so I'll miss out on a lot. But <laughs> that is all right. Um, safety number one so let's see what did we cover today basically just quarantine is not fun um <laughs> quarantine is not very fun and that but... it's not the most productive thing either and yeah. that yeah it's different it's different all across the united states all well, across the world but in the united states specifically they have there's a bunch of differences whether it's like how your school um delivers school um like what time you took your AP exams, like there's a whole, there's a huge um, amount of differences. Uh, Just a lot of change has been happening. So I think that concludes today's uh, first episode of the Interverse podcast. And thank you so much for listening. If you made it all the way to the end, we really appreciate it. And we hope you'll join us for our next episode. Yeah. Signing off. Um, We'll talk to you guys next time. Bye-bye.